Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home services marketplace, and they're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie's helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well. My latest project, tree trimming for our phone lines into the radio show. I mean, any home improvement you need, Angie can help you find the best price for your project. Angie lets you request and compare quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. Angie has cost guides that tell you what others have paid for similar projects, both nationally and in your area. Get started at Angie.com, that's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. The app and the website is free to use. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Deborah's home was stolen. No, I don't mean thieves stole stuff. I mean scammers literally stole her home. The FBI calls title theft one of the fastest growing white collar crimes. And this story is why you need home title lock. Deborah says criminals found the title to our home online and filed fraudulent documents claiming they owned our home. Wait, it gets worse. Deborah goes on to say, I was evicted from my own home and 85 grand in equity gone. Nobody believes you can get your home stolen this easily. This is why you need Home Title Lock, because no insurance or bank protects your home from title theft. First things first, go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if your home's title has been tampered with. You need to protect the legal title to your home so you don't end up like Deborah. Go to HomeTitleLock.com now for 60 risk-free days of protection. Again, that's HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Happy, happy hour, man. We're like hanging to the left. We're going to swing left. (laughs) Swing your giant club to the left, Travis. Well said. (laughs) This podcast, the website, swingleft.org. It is Steve and uh, Mariah. Welcome, you guys. This is fantastic timing. Thank you. Thank you. Fight of our lives. We're almost too late, but yeah. Let's... We encourage swearing. <laughs> this is the happy hour podcast, and we can just say we are fucked if okay. we don't vote in this election, right? right? That's Back good to know, also, because yeah. on our podcast, I used pissed, and my mom didn't like that. Yeah. She's well, like, yeah. that's very strong, Your mom's Steven. got a fucking bug up her ass. <laughs> don't <laughs> tell your mom about saying. this podcast. <laughs> I will not. I will not tell her. <laughs> we, before you got here, you have some giant, if the people on the video cast Hold can see, you have up. a giant black thing, yeah. which I assume was sex dungeon related, but yeah, you said- that was a good Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, after being released from the dungeon, I punched a fascist. Oh, so that was that's what I'm going with. <laughs> that's your story. It was a, it was a CrossFit All right. injury, which this is, is Steve, also cool. Steve Pearson and Mariah uh, Craven. <laughs> yes. Right of the Swing Left podcast. Uh, you guys. How are, we win? Pardon me. How we win? Right. But I mean, it's it, obviously you are both come to this from activism, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Yeah. You you are from show business, and your wife was on my <laughs> test show. My for my sister. disastrous late night show in 1995. No, my wife. She was playing Scully's sister oh, on the X Files at the time. Yeah. Okay, but she remembers me fondly. 1995, Stephanie. 
Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Was that a Why wouldn't Stephanie? she? I was nicer then. I'm very <laughs> old and bitter now. But good. Yes, I remember her. I remember the name. But uh, yeah, she did a test show. That See, that was nice of her. Well, she, and did she say, well, this show's going to fucking get canceled, but I'm going to go do it anyway? No, she's a huge fan. She loves listening to you now and then, and, and as, as we all do. Oh, thank you, honey. <laughs> so t- tell us about, okay, first of all, let's, uh, it's, let's, let's meet, do we have some, I'll just do something. Let's meet Steve and Mariah, shall we? <laughs> Steve Pearson and his family, like so many Americans, were shocked and terrified when Trump was elected in November 2016. Now an activist and community organizer, he's spent the last three years using his entertainment industry background to do everything he could to help build this movement and support Democratic campaigns. Accurate. Mariah Craven, who uh, I'm going to guess is not actually Craven, who was actually quite delightful <laughs> is an activist writer and political consultant with more than 10 years in organizing with of experience with organizing people to create change in the recent years you've focused on helping more women people of color lgbt candidates to office uh it, you've developed oh campaigns for kamala harris one of my personal favorites yeah are you super sad about it i was pissed and sad so that she sad. had to get out so early so yeah. sad about you know how great the and diverse the democratic field started out uh-huh. and then all of a sudden all of that was gone yeah yeah in, in the most diverse party right in the i just yeah it's a lot of things it's we start in these two little white states it's money and politics it's all of it that just uh is uh, must be for some people that work so hard on the ground must sometimes be disheartening. I mean, also Mike Bloomberg getting disemboweled last night by oh, Elizabeth Warren so though was good. kind of a, that was a democratic very fun to watch. moment of <laughs> yeah. She <laughs> set his face on fire and he was totally unprepared, which we kind of knew he. <laughs> what is what was my favorite tweet, Travis? Uh, Some people think it was unsporting for Elizabeth Warren to rip off both of Mike Bloomberg's arms and punch him in the dick with them, but I, <laughs> I'm for it. <laughs> um. Anyway, so obviously, you guys. Uh, in wh- where was what was your background in show business that you bring to? Well, I work uh, in post production, sound. Actually, I own a sound studio in Hollywood, um, and. Just, it's really convenient. For, yeah. It's for super convenient a for, yeah. for <laughs> yeah. a podcast. Um, you know, I, I grew up in D.C. I grew up in a political family in D.C. And me came, too. Oh, okay, cool. What, what, uh, tell me about yours. Well, my dad was counsel to President Johnson. Uh-huh. And oh, my, Johnson beat my dad by a 70 zillion vote. <laughs> <laughs> my dad in Goldwater. So we have that. <laughs> right. Hmm. Well, um, okay, this got really awkward and tense all of a sudden. <laughs> I have a feeling we're not going to be I invited back. I was only three. I was only three. <laughs> so, I was only three. Was so, yeah. Anyway, my dad was obviously the architect of Johnson's win. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, I, I grew up in D.C., moved out here to get in the entertainment business and kind of put... Did your dad come up side. with the Goldwater Miller in your guts? You know they're nuts. Is yes. that it? Yes, that was your him. Dad, you I'm going to give it to him. You I don't fucking know. fucker. Was he behind the, <laughs> the, nu- the nuclear bomb explosion commercial? We're all on the same side now, Stephanie. Oh, that's We're right. all on the Listen, same side now. Blood runs deep, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but go ahead. Yeah, well, you know, that was it. I kind yeah. of um, had my fill of D.C., I thought, and um, came out to California, got into the entertainment business, and, and never really got that involved um you know volunteered on campaigns a little bit phone bank stuff like that but right. it wasn't until after trump was elected that um i felt like i had some you know missed opportunities to make up for yeah didn't don't you feel like last night was a perfect example of you know they often come to hollywood for help right with ads and michael bloomberg has obviously paid a lot of people not only like oh, yeah. is he paying people to like what, like text positive things yeah. and tell their friends and fa- like 
But the ads, the money he's spending, you're like, wow, those are really good. The tweets are really great the way he's going at Trump. But then yeah. you realize last night, it's like he's the great and powerful Oz. He's not writing the ads. He's not yeah. writing the tweets. Like, the, you know, oh, right. that's the real Bloomberg, not the ad Bloomberg. Right. No substance there. I mean, but that's like you can only do so much, right, with ads and, you know, well, yeah, you can ask as many Instagram influencers as you want to right. post memes about you, but then when you have to face Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders, it's a little, it's a little trickier. Elizabeth yeah. Warren, I, I'm sorry, she just, I will vote blue no matter who, I'm just like you guys, but mm-hmm. I just, God damn, she is, she's the real deal. She is, she is. I'm Agreed, a, yeah. I'm a fan. She's, you know, my candidate of choice, and of course, I will um, swallow whatever I have to swallow. And but you know. Th- this thing, that sounded bad. This is happy. I was going to say that. So, yeah. <laughs> it's inappropriate. Um, totally Steve's saying, like, totally I, am, I am the Linda Lovelace of the 2020 <laughs> primary. I will swallow whatever I need to swallow. Um, but I, I will say this um, if you don't have your candidate of choice that makes it through the primary and you have someone even that you really don't like, you know, you, you have to vote for them. You got to vote blue yeah. no matter who. But you don't have to give your time, uh, as Mariah says, time, treasure, and talent to that candidate. We right. have some really important Senate races right. that need your help. We're you not going to get put your any of those there. ideas done unless we get a, a blue nami, as we call it, right? Yeah, we get exactly. the Senate and, and the House. So you guys, Swing Left is a national grassroots organization of nearly a million volunteers working to build the critical early infrastructure needed to beat, to beat Trump and the GOP, very important, mm-hmm. um, set up... Uh, and set up a decade of progressive victories by flipping the White House, the Senate, and key state houses that will determine redistricting, protecting our uh, majority in the House. All of that is the, the hard work that a lot of people don't realize that you got to. This is why, like, one of our friends just ran for school board. Like, you got to mm-hmm. cool. run, right? Whether it's state, local. Yeah. I mean, that all of that stuff, I think, is what's been neglected. And it's so key because of redistricting, right? Definitely. Up and down the ballot, we need to, to have blue seats and. What your friend is doing by running and hopefully winning yeah. is, you know, built. Bu- bu- oh, great. Yes. great. Nice. Well, now, now he's part of a pipeline or he or she is part of a pipeline that can, you know, move up and, and, yeah. and take progressively more powerful seats. And that's what Republicans have done. Right. So well, so long. Yeah. And now. Yeah. Now we. we I'm sorry. To- I got very passionately pointed right in your face. I apologize <laughs> for that. Pointed right out. Well, I also think to what you were saying about like getting out and supporting a local candidate or something like maybe yeah. maybe that's not your first choice for president, but I mean you're still going to vote blue, right? But I, everyone talks about going top down, like it's it's who is at the top of the ticket. But at the same time, when you have like somebody who's running for Congress going door to door knocking, like AOC did last year or right, two years right. ago, yeah. that makes it personal for you. And if you have a Democrat coming to you and asking you to vote for them, I'm it's, confused. It's Are you gonna... saying we should be a top or a bottom? <laughs> I'm saying we can go bottom up on this. Okay. I'm saying we should go bottom up on this yeah. um, because, you know, people, you're going to have a lot more interaction with that person than you are with the president. Well, also, like, you know, working on local le- uh, legislatures that are key to gerrymandering, which is where our focus is. We have a once in a decade opportunity to draw fair maps after the census. So mm-hmm. there are some key state house races that we have to win. Investing in those, not only does it pay dividends for a decade, as I said, uh, you get a lot of bang for your buck. You know, the, the little bit of money in those races goes a long way for those candidates. Mm-hmm. And and to your point, people don't always vote down ballot. They show up and vote for president, maybe right. Senate, and then they leave those local races blank. But if you're investing in the lower, the bottom-up approach, they do tend to vote up the ballot. So, yeah. You know. yeah. Hold that thought. Hey, you know, friends, who's been swinging left before it was cool to swing left? 
swings his big stick way left, Bill Press. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Our old friend Bill Press. Here's the latest news about my good friend Bill Press. Bill no longer does his progressive morning show. That doesn't mean he's gone away. No way. Right? right? He is now out with a great new podcast, The Bill Press Pod, dropped twice a week. Check out Bill Press Pod for Bill's interviews with some of the country's leading progressives like Maxine Waters, Mark Pocan, Jamie Raskin, all roasting Donald Trump. Yummy, yummy, roasty, roasty. Plus his lively end of the week roundtable with three of Washington's top political reporters commenting on the latest craziness from the White House, Congress, and the 2020 Democratic primary. For years, Bill Press has been one of the leading progressive voices in the country. I'm glad he's still out there on the left, stronger than ever. I encourage you to join me by subscribing to Bill's new podcast. Go to wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Bill Press Pod. Click on subscribe and you're in for a true progressive experience on the Bill Press Pod. Swing it as big stick left. Swing it, Bill. Um, I love the uh, the title of your podcast, How We Win, because, right. you know, as we keep talking about it, it's, we're, it's why we wanted to have you now. It's such a perfect time with all this infighting and, you know, I don't right. know you're having the level of gastro, gastrointestinal distress that I'm having <laughs> from this primary. But, uh, uh, um, yes, but that's that's critical. Win. The, the word win. How we win. It gives people the tools and inspiration they need to get involved. Um, it gives listeners the tools they need to make an immediate difference. Um that's what I love is that you're uh, you're entertaining, but you're obviously telling people it's not just where we are and we're in a fucking crisis and this is a, a crisis in democracy. But here's what we do about right. It's like Rachel Maddow keeps saying it's not enough to just say here's where we are. What do we do? Right. And so that's what it sounds like you guys are talking about. Yeah, and to Travis's point, like we win. You're being when, assaulted by Great yeah. Pyrenees as you're so, yeah. so sweet. Hi, you, you see face to face contact. Yeah, she's a good this, girl. This is, she's this saving is how democracy. Yeah, she's this a rescue dog win. from Kevin McCarthy's district. <laughs> oh, she's so much happier now. <laughs> um, um, we win when we go out and talk to voters face to face, like right. that. Like it's a pretty simple idea, right. but it's hard. To, it's hard to do. People are scared to do it. Don't yeah. be scared. Come yeah. out with us. Yeah. And yeah. our, and our show, like, you know, there's a million political podcasts out there. You right. know, we're not the news. We're what you can do about oh, it. Oh, we thought we were the only one. Is that true? Travis? <laughs> I haven't, I've only listened to yours, but I've heard this some other ones. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I well, It's the only one that matters. Right. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so we really do uh, want to be constructive and give people great things to do every week. Um, because, uh, just like we saw in the midterms, I love this dog, just, <laughs> just like we saw in the midterms with this incredible amount of volunteer energy that helped us flip the yeah. House of Representatives, that's what we need in this election. It's, not, it's really not enough for your listeners to just show up and vote. We need people to volunteer, mm-hmm. too. We need them yeah. to get five of their friends to come vote with them. Yeah. Um, I love how you describe, you say 2016 changed us. We woke up, we're fighting back in 2018. We took back the house in a massive blue wave, but that was just the beginning. Now we're looking ahead to how we transform our government in 2020. Um, And so you've obviously had a great guest list, not just politicians, celebrities, political insiders. You've had a lot of our beloved Senator Boxer, Mm -hmm. uh, Cecile Richards, a lot of the same people we've had on, uh, Senator Chris Murphy, Billy Eichner, fantastic, Christine Pelosi, uh, Representative Karen Bass. How many interviews have we done with her where we always hang up and say, that's terrific. Bass. Yeah, she's amazing. That's great bass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's great bass. That's an old SNL thing. Okay. <laughs> that's great bass. That's yeah. terrific bass. Yeah, um, bassomatic. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, so who's been your favorite and what, you know, who inspires you? Oh, that's a tough question. Um, I, I can't commit to a favorite, but my favorite moment is when um, people talk about going out to to knock on doors and the hump they got over to do it. Right. And we've had some people who are pretty recognizable. So mm-hmm. it's always fun to hear about like 
what it's like to knock on a door and a voter yeah. opens up the door and like Catherine Hans there or yeah. or somebody like that and how does that interaction go? So We've had uh, my well, my good friend, but Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda on this podcast right. and they talk about like, when they go together. Yeah. Can you imagine? Knock knock. Hi. They did a <laughs> oh, it's Grace and Frankie. That <laughs> they did a great video for Swing Left last cycle too. They've been yeah uh, awesome supporters. We appreciate what, that. talk about inspirations, right? Oh my gosh. Jane's eighty two. I think Lily's what eighty or something, and they're out there, man. They're getting Every arrested. Friday. I keep. I yeah. keep emailing Lily, stop it. I don't have bail money. I work in liberal <laughs> radio. Stop getting arrested. That fucking troublemaker Fonda. <laughs> she is a Bad troublemaker. Influence. Yeah. Um, um, but no, we, we love hearing people's experiences and they're always so relatable. And like yeah. I said, it can be intimidating for people to get involved in volunteering in this work. But um, hearing somebody else's experience, I think is always helpful. Uh, yeah. Steve, am I being, I'm kind of, I'm the happy clappy liberal, <laughs> but I believe in a blue NAMI. I yeah. believe that we cannot just have a blue wave. We have to have a blue tsunami. And I know right now it, it, it seems like, oh, holy shit, all this infighting, right? And, the, and you know, the re- repeating 2016 mistakes. Are you hopeful? How yeah. hopeful are you? Yeah, I'm really hopeful, actually. And uh, not hopeful um, enough that I'm going to stop working every day and make sure that we get everyone involved in this work. Um, and also like it's happy hour, right? I'm happy clappy too, but there's some serious, scary banana Republic stuff going on with our country right now. Mm -hmm. And, um, and the, the level of, of the, the links to which Trump will go to, to cheat and lie and suppress the vote. And, um, it's not just Trump, it's the Republican party who paved the way for Trump to begin with. Sorry. Um, it's not just Trump, it's Trumpism, right? It's Trumpism. I'm sorry, I pointed at you again. I really apologize. I I don't do Trumpism. (laughs) No, but I mean, we have to stamp out not just Trump, but Trumpism. It really, it really is. This never happens again. That this is this fucking fascism. Right. It is. It is is fascism, which is how I broke my hand. Um, punching a Nazi. Right. (laughs) So, um, but seriously, you know, we, we can't just look at a, a, a place where we're winning, like uh, in Maine right now, Susan Collins is behind by a point, which is awesome, right? Can't get comfy with that. We mm-hmm. have to have overwhelming numbers show up, yeah. like we did um, in the midterms. Um, so that means everyone's got to get involved. Lindsey Graham, Jamie Harrison yes. is close. Yeah. Amy McGrath is very close to Mitch McConnell. These are not pipe dreams, right? They're not. And I think also to your, to your point about Trumpism, it's... This is not an anomaly. It's a symptom of right. a problem, uh, and we're not going to address it by flipping the House. It's one step. Right, Flipping the and Senate is the next step. And understand there's more of us. Like, look at Martha Masa- yeah. McSally thinking she's such, you know, this yeah. hot shit, and she'd go on Fox News and brag how she called a reporter a liberal hack. Yeah. She's down by six, seven points now to Mark Kelly in, right. in Arizona. Yeah, so, to your California listeners, you know, Arizona's on us. That we must take that Senate seat. So right. if you're uh, mm-hmm. anywhere within uh, distance of Arizona, you know, go help out those uh, Arizona Democrats because we yeah. we need that Senate seat. Yeah, yeah. Where else uh, are you looking at? Because what? Here's the thing that again, I I don't like to necessarily talk about. I mean, we talk about foreign interference and vote suppression, but I don't want people to feel despair. We can't afford that. And I don't want people, because that's what they're hoping for, that we're going to go, oh, it's rigged and they're going to steal our vote and it's not going to count. And we have to turn out in such numbers to beat that, to change all those things, right? But I still contend there was a lot of rat fucking like the, we we probably won the senate last time they made a laser focus on the uh native american vote in um 
Heidi Heidkamp in North Carolina. Right, right. That laser focus on making sure students couldn't vote in Texas in Beto O'Rourke's race. Right. You know there was rat fucking in the, the, the Florida race that Bill yep. Nelson won. But they, you know what I mean? It's just, I was saying, first of all, we have to not have partisans in charge of elections, whether it's Brian Kemp or Catherine Harris, you know, in, right? Or, or just you can look back <laughs> through the years. Memories. Blackwell in Ohio. Yeah. Like we can't, there are things that we have to change systemically, don't you think? Absolutely. And, you know, we got rid of a little rat fuckery in North Dakota just last week. They um, changed the, the law. Amer- yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it, they had a law in the books where you had to have a residential address in, in order to register and vote. And, uh, of course, a, a lot of Native American residents there live on reservations and use post office boxes yeah. and don't have residential This is addresses. how they stole this from Heidi Heitkamp. But I mean, they, right. just, yes. they just cleared that. So that was a that was a win um, last week. We have to change that you can't. They're laser targeting students that you can't vote with a student ID, but you can with a gun ID and a, a gun <laughs> license. <laughs> um, Travis just yeah. his mom Hello, up Texas. in Fresno. Tell yeah, that story. No, my mom. I, true story. Yesterday she called. I got my sample ballot, and they said, okay. your regular ballot will be coming in the mail. Okay. She didn't get it. She called, and they said, well, did you move recently? Or your, your list is an inactive voter, and your ballot was undeliverable. And she's like, I've lived in the same house for 45 years. Wow. I voted in every election. There's, like, there's no reason for this to have, for, for her ballot to have been struck for, struck for some reason. And she said, she's like, it, it identifies my party on the ballot. And it's, it's where she lives at is a rural part of Fresno County that is very conservative. Wow. And... And so check and recheck your registration, Vote.org right? Vote.org is, yeah. the, is a yeah. great resource for that. Hang on, Swing Left. Activism is exhausting. Have I aged? Have I, I feel like I'm, you know, I'm, we're fighting, but we're exhausted. We need a little refresher. We need a little plexiderm under the eyes. It's exactly what we you need. Know, you want to look good if you're going door knocking for your candidates. Thank you. Or hitting the streets or whatever, man. Okay. Picture your face in the mirror. You see all those wrinkles around your eyes, crow's feet, under eye bags. Now imagine they're gone. Poof. Like something awful and orange in the Oval Office. Imagine just poof, gone. Poof. Doesn't that feel good? You can be gone. You can knock on someone's door and say, you'll look like this when Trump is gone. And then you know the problem? We're going to smile so much when he's gone. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to be like, oh, I'm making more grocery stuff. Lines. Oh, my God, that's the downside. Not anymore. Okay. 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 You, I, you won't believe it till you try it. I'm telling you. It is like magic. You don't have to imagine it. It's just you, but 10 years younger. We are, we are all blown away by the results. We use it every night. I do. Plexiderm can give you. Oh, and in the morning as well. Right? And I just put my makeup right over it? Yeah. You don't even know what happened, man. Mm-hmm. Okay. Plexiderm gives you the confidence you need. Uh, it, it is clear. No one even knows you're doing it. It's just, it's like the, it's like a magical under eye, I don't know. It's uh, like, right? Somebody magic just, trick. Yes. It's a yes. And then you can put pull doves and scarves out if you want. <laughs> no, you can't. I don't think you can. All right. I'm overselling. Okay. Triplexiderm.com. Use my code VOICES for 50% off a full-size bottle of Plexiderm plus an additional $10 off. I said it right. 50% off plus an extra $10 off. This offer also available by calling 1-800-685-1292, mentioning the code VOICES. Plexiderm backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit triplexiderm.com today. Use the code VOICES at checkout. That is triplexiderm.com. The code's VOICES. Definitely check your registration, but voter suppression tactics are have long been used by the GOP. And so to your point, um, yes, we have to be aware of outside influences and, and attempts on our elections, but like the call is also coming from inside the house. Right. Right. Uh, and so fighting this voter suppression is is critical to yeah. protecting our democracy. I did a terrifying event with Tom Hartman and Greg Pallast and uh, Brad Friedman in L.A. last weekend. And, uh, you know, Tom was saying if they give you a professional or a provisional ballot, scream from the rooftops because they're going to probably throw that out. 
Like, that's why we just have to check and double check and make sure everyone you know is registered and get them to the polls. And, you know, because that there are so many ways, but the provisional ballots are, you know, I mean, they were saying they were uh, recommending here in L.A. vote by mail. Mm-hmm. Because sure. it's just there are so many ways that they are trying to disenfranchise people. And provisional ballots are there are so many spoiled ballots that, that we don't even know about. Right. That you think, oh, that means I get to vote. It's OK. But yeah. yeah I, well, I think that the, there is a lot of fear over provisional ballots. Um, now, California, it has a new tool that allows you to track your ballot. Right. Um, so you can get notified if there's any issue with it, if it might get rejected because of your, your signature might not match or something like that. So in in some states where we don't have voters as much voter suppression, there are things being put into place and yeah. that that allow you to, to follow and protect your vote. And we need this across the country. Steve, are you worried about us? Obviously, a lot of talk now about including in the debates recently about the divisiveness you know, coming from certain camps and are we going to, and I have to say, I, we are so vote blue, no matter who I happen to be excited by Elizabeth Warren. I've never endorsed anyone who gives a shit what I think. Like I, you know, <laughs> vote, fall in love in the primary, fall in line. And I, I, like, as you said, Linda Lovelace, you'll swallow whatever you need to I'm with <laughs> you I on that. that? You did. I'm getting credit yeah. with that one again. I'm okay. a former Catholic <laughs> girl. I know what you're talking about. I mean, <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, I mean, unfortunately, it is provably in statistics right now that 90 percent of Warren voters and pretty much every, you know, in Biden, Buttigieg voters, you know, close behind in 90 percent will vote for whoever the nominee is. Just above 50 percent of Sanders voters say they will vote for whoever the nominee is. All so right. there is and, and obviously Bernie being the only one saying, oh, no, you don't have to have the number of delegates, that's, you know, which is exactly the opposite of what he argued in 2016. You don't have to have the number of delegates. It's just whoever has more, you know, which is changing. Right. The rules, and I was saying, you know, there's his was it his communications director? But uh, there's this video out there that she took down already about her talking about how gleeful she was that she voted for Jill Stein. But mm-hmm. we allowed all of those people on the Unity Commission to change the rules for right. So there was, you know what I mean. So it, it felt right. fair to everybody in right. 2020. Right. But now I'm like, oh my god, are we going to have a brokered convention? Are we going to have X Y Z? All right. So of course it's a concern, and we need to be clear-eyed about it. Um, I know a lot of Bernie supporters from last cycle who were like crazy upset. Um, the very first California Democratic convention that I went to was right after the election. Right. And they were, um, you know, shouting and the, they, they stormed the convention hall and, and there was crying and just it, was just it was like I was there with my wife and we're like, we are fucked. This is like, how are we going to, you know, clean this up? And, you know, we did. We got to a place where people uh, understood the stakes. We came together. We worked together for the midterms. And I know a lot of those same um, Bernie supporters are more pragmatic this time around. Yeah. They will vote for, who, you know, they're, they're strong Bernie supporters, yeah. you know, and great. Um, right. and, and Bernie did a lot of great things for our party, too. I, you know, I agree, I, I agree way, with most of his policies. I didn't even know. <laughs> we literally don't know. Any guests we have, regulars? Semi-regulars, guests on the podcast, on the show. I don't know who you're fucking voting for in the primary, and I don't care. Right. Like, we typically don't ask <laughs> because it's, it is right. your decision at it's the end your, of the day, right, and yeah, we're yeah. all on the same team at the end of the day. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, um, you know, I mean, 
we get into these you know purity tests and stuff when uh, really our platform and what we're all working towards as Democrats yeah. is broadly the same destination. Uh, we may have some different ideas about how to get there, and that's a healthy conversation yeah. to have because that's going to make everyone's ideals uh, ideas yeah. better. And you know how many fucks I have left to give about what people. <laughs> Right. I'm like, I've been in the trenches 30 years fighting for liberal causes, and I'm yeah. currently excited by the person in the race that is just as liberal as Bernie Sanders. If I pa- if I flunk your liberal purity test, then you can suck my dick, is what I say. Right. <laughs> we'll keep bringing it back to Linda Lovelace. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I do. I keep, I, it's a dick-centered show, right. even, though I'm, Which I, is very I, even weird. though I'm a horse-faced lesbian, as uh, Michael Bloomberg would say. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> It's a good combination of real effects and, uh, anyway. Thank you. Well done. I like your horse. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Go to, how do we go to, where's the website? Uh, Swingleft.org. Yeah. And and let me say that, you know, what we're really good at and what we did in the midterms was taking people from blue areas and pointing them towards the districts where they were going to make a big impact as volunteers Mm -hmm. with their time, with their money, whatever resources they have to give. Um, so we're doing that same thing again with our super state strategy, which is a combination of states that have either presidential, Senate, or these local legislatures that we we're talking about um, that will affect gerrymandering. Um, so those are states, uh, when you look at them, there's 12 of them, yeah. um, where you, in some cases there's three of those things on one ballot. So if you can reach Democrats in those states, you're going to have an outsized impact with your volunteer Does hours it, of dollars. We played, uh, you know, Mayor Pete from last night. Does it bother you what he brought up where he said that, you know, he feels like the two most polarizing people on stage are Bloomberg and Bernie and that neither of them are Democrats? It, it, do you think that in terms of uh, in general or down ticket is, uh, do you have the same concern Mayor Pete does? Hmm. That's a good question. I think that um, after we get through the primaries, I, I have less concern about that. Right. I think that what this is going to come down to is voter turnout. Right. And um, thinking about non-presidential down-ballot races, if, like you said earlier, we have the numbers. If we get the people to show up. How about the 100 million people that didn't vote last time? Right. Yeah, well, that's why we need a good, charismatic presidential candidate. Yes. So yeah. we had we had on this current episode, uh, podcast it's aired it dropped as we said um, a couple of days ago we had Chris Liddell Westfeld who uh, wrote this awesome book about mm. Obama's first campaign and one thing that he talked about that really resonated with me is that when Obama first started running he was a very unlikely uh, yeah. candidate yeah and oh uh, do you know how many I was one of the first people out there you know just excited about Obama and I had do you know how many African American callers I had who said. You stupid fucking little white liberal girl. We love you, honey, but we're never going to have a black president. And I was like, you just wait. You wait. You know, I remember watching his speech. I was in a hotel room watching his speech. Remember at the, it was 2004? Yeah, the DNC. I mean, Mm -hmm. the hair on the back of my neck stood up. I remember calling a friend and saying, this is our first black president. I mean, so speaking to charisma, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of people like Chris felt that way, and he reached out to the campaign early on, didn't get a response, showed up anyway, and and that's what it takes to start volunteering um, with somebody that that moves your heart and your mind. See, I I feel like Kamala and Liz have had, for me, had that sort of rock star, you know, Mm -hmm. feel, but I think that clearly, Mariah, there's uh, misogyny still, or people are scared to death 
because of this misogyny they saw with Hillary. And but oh, I would yeah. say a woman already won. Don't be afraid. Vote your heart. Yeah. And, yeah. Exactly. And, I, and I would say to people out there, you know, don't try to get too strategic with it. You know, um, I mean, of course, like we're we're in this crazy place in our history and everyone's scared. You know, I'm yeah. scared. Yeah. Like, um, and well, uh, if you're not scared, you're not you're not paying, paying attention. attention. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. And and for most elections, you have like, you know, health care economy. Those are the top issues right now. It's beat Trump, health care and yeah. the economy. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, everyone wants to know who's going to beat Trump. Follow your any heart. of them. If we unite anyone, any of them. anyone can beat them. I really believe this. Any of them yeah. can beat yes. Trump if we all unite and we all show up. Follow your heart. Uh, vote for the person that you want to see in the White House. Yeah. Um, and uh, and what Chris said that was really, I'm paraphrasing him, but um, if he if if that candidate speaks to you, there's a good chance that candidate speaks to other people too. Yeah. People are too much worried about what other people are going to do. It's like, right. I don't have a problem with a fill-in-the-blank woman, Jew, gay, man, you know, but I, I'm afraid other people are going to. And we right. got, you know, that's what Obama was hope over fear. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Speaking of uh, choosing hope. Now, this is where I make it creepy for everybody. Mariah, do you feel like your eyes are just that blue in general? Or is it because of the blue shirt that you're wearing? And in terms of fluidity, what are your thoughts? <laughs> Stephanie <laughs> Louise Miller. This is not the dating game. <laughs> that's amazing. That's a podcast first for me. Okay. Well, well. <laughs> that's my thing. Creeping out people that, I don't, that I've never even met. In this case, I've met her. I've known her 20 minutes. Was that creepy? I don't know. I thought it was completely appropriate. Oh, but your eyes are amazing. I will give you yeah, that. Your, your eyes, eyes are, are amazing. amazing. Yeah. They, okay, they thank you. It. Thank you for backing me up for once. And my husband would agree with me on that, so it's oh, not in a sexual way. Yeah, <laughs> so would my wife if I had one, but I don't. Do you? No. <laughs> <laughs> what? All right, I stop. I'm sorry. Come back every week. This is awesome. Wow. Let's just wrap this up before I... Uh, all we'll right. see you tomorrow. How do, <laughs> how, do we get you, how do we get the podcast? How do we tell us the... A podcast, Swing Left how we win it's everywhere you find your pods or you can go to swingleft.org slash podcast okay this has been fantastic and weird for uh, mariah but you know <laughs> swing please come left, back and man. see us again yeah please please <laughs> no one ever comes back a second time please be the oh first. we're gonna be the first we'll be here <laughs> i'm just kidding lots of people come back i know happy fucking happy hour i'm a millennial woman i'm legally obligated to show up for half hour oh, Okay, picture your face in the mirror. Do you see all those wrinkles around your eyes? How about crow's feet or those large under-eye bags? Okay, now imagine they're gone. I'm not talking about risky, expensive surgery. They're just gone in minutes. It's called Plexiderm, a clinically studied serum that visibly eliminates your wrinkles, crow's feet, under-eye bags. In minutes, it's that edge you've been looking for. Uh, don't believe it? I didn't either until I tried it. Now you don't have to imagine anymore. I look just like me, just 10 years younger, blown away by the results. Plexiderm can give you the confidence you need to be yourself at work, out with friends, you name it. The best part is Plexiderm goes on clear so nobody even knows you're using it, unless, of course, you tell them. Go to TryPlexiderm.com. Use my code VOICES for 50% off a full-size bottle of Plexiderm, plus an additional $10 off. That's right, 50% off plus an extra $10 off. All flow available by calling 1-800-685-1292. Mention the code VOICES. Plexiderm backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. TryPlexiderm.com. The code is VOICES. At checkout, triplexiderm.com, the code is VOICES.